It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're going to be talking about the second dramatic finish in two weeks out in Hawaii at the Sony Open, the DFS picks for the American Express, and as always, we have a par three about the best golf infomercial products throughout the years. So let's get into it. Okay, so we're all back in school, well, except for Greg. He's pl- out there playing at PGA National. Um, if anybody is is like interrupting the podcast, it's because Jeek is like sitting on the 18th green, basically, just off off of it. Yeah, I'll give you the full 360 view. Yeah, so if you're if you're watching on YouTube, you can see where he is. If not, there's palm trees behind him. It's probably what. Se- 70 degrees yeah just about well windy yeah so i mean me and me and trevor are not so lucky we had our first day of class today so yeah very unfortunate although i only had one at 215 which was pretty nice but um yeah so jeek's been playing the palmer course some other course and what you're playing the champions course tomorrow yeah, tomorrow morning we have the first tea time on the Champions Course. What what time is that tea time? Like seven or something. Oh my god! And, and, and apparently so we didn't get paired off, so it's just me and my dad and a caddy. So we're gonna make some content. Oh, that'd be fun though. You think? You walk. Are you gonna tell? Jig first the bear trap maybe. Maybe not all three, but maybe one or something. Maybe maybe three. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what you we'll guys. Are you, one are, of them. Are, are, two are, 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 are you walking the class course? Um, no, I think we're taking a cart and just like a four caddy. Well, since gotcha. there's only two of us, so two caddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never realized it was called a four caddy. I thought it was F-O-R-E caddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, like, yeah. F-O-R-E, F-O-R-E caddy. <laughs> oh, okay. So I wasn't, okay. Yeah. Right. So you're right. But F-O-U-R caddy would make sense too. It, I, I guess it does. But I guess like if you, they know where the ball is going, so you don't have to do a four, it's a, I guess. Maybe you do feel four. Dual meaning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just do me. But anyway, yeah, we'll get Jeek versus the Bear Trap. Uh, what is it? Two par threes and a par four? Yes, it is. It's a short par four too. Like I don't even think I'm gonna hit driver. So, uh, what's your? How many over par? What's your? You prediction? play from tips? Um, I probably play from the blues, or I think they might be gold. I don't know. There's one one in front of the tips that I'll probably play. I so you should play like maybe you should play like the par three from the tips. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't. We'll see how far. I mean, when we get there. Yeah. What's um, your prediction for how many over par after three? And honestly, I haven't been playing that well while I've been here this week. So. What'd you um, What'd you shoot today? Ninety-nine. Okay. Um. That's the Palmer okay. course is a nice course. It, it too, is. Like it's cha- it's point. nice and it's challenging, but like I still mm-hmm. wasn't hitting. Like I still had shanks where like in the middle of the summer I don't really have that so. That's just winter golf. I mean, like, I I played it it's in Syracuse this uh, what was it Saturday morning, and we get there on the first hole. It was supposed to, it's a sixty like sixty five degree day, but right when we get there, the wind starts howling, and I'm like, oh no, it's about a storm. We oh, tee yeah, off. It's it really just windy here. Pouring. It just starts pouring, and me and my friend are just, it, like we're literally it's 
I sent you. There's a video on the uh, Instagram story. I sent you guys Snapchats. It was like we were part of the, like the freaking apocalypse out there. Like it was it was terrible. But we were like, all right, we'll finish the first hole. And then right when we finished, it was just like fine. But wind is low key like one of the more hard things to play in in golf. I'd I'd rather play in rain. Low I think. key. It's been I really like windy I, here. Like when I've been say, playing. If it's like imagine like Scotland, like you're hitting like some of those holes, like there's like wind, there's like wind like all the time, or like with like if you're on like the water, like my dad played the ocean course at Kiowa a couple years ago, and he said like the wind was like 20 miles per hour at least all the time. It was impossible. It's like impossible to play. Yeah, like, I mean super, like here's the thing though. I guess maybe sometimes it's actually pretty windy at uh that's at your country club, but in for the most part when I, wherever I'm playing golf besides like the really nice courses I've played like on the water or something like that, but that's pretty limited. Like I don't I don't deal with wind all that much. So maybe more to the average golfer, it's a little bit more low key. But I agree. maybe it's not all it's not that like uh, <laughs> under the radar hard. <laughs> like yes, it's very it's clearly very hard to hit in wind. <laughs> Especially with, with your shot of if you're going into wind, that shot's just gonna balloon even. It would go so so high up in the air. Oh yeah, I I tried a flop shot just to like I don't know. We were just messing around on 18, mm-hmm. um, and I hit it with my friend 60 degree went so high, and it just like you could see the ball swirling around up like up there. It was yeah. it was so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah. So speaking of ba- bad weather, this weekend at the Sony Open. I mean, Weatherman Jeek, I'm pretty sure you said it was supposed to be pretty good. I mean, it was supposed to be partly cloudy and not as windy as the week before, and it was, like, almost just as windy, so. <laughs> I mean... Saying, like, like one day was rainy, it looked like, too. Yeah, yeah, Sunday, yeah, day. The, the last day of the tournament was awful conditions. There was mm-hmm. standing water that they had to squeegee off, like, every once in a while on, on 18, as they were, like, coming down the stretch. Squeegee. It's a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah... I mean, Brandon Steele was the 54-hole leader, and even through whatever 54 plus 16 is, I'm not a math guy. He he, but then he bogeyed 17 and 18, or no? Did he par 18? Was 18 he was a hole? 18. Well, 18 was a hole no. where he had to wait. Remember? Yeah, and, yeah, and he, he hit like way left, didn't he? He went like yeah, over he, the hospitality he, tent. Yeah, way left. But 18 was an easy birdie hole. Like Cameron Smith, pretty easily. Like birdied eighteen, like he had a, he had a, what was that like a seven foot ish putt? Would you say? To tie, Give or take, to, tie yeah. to, to, to tie it, yeah. But Brandon Steele had to wait for fifteen minutes while they were looking at, uh, they were looking for Ryan Palmer's, uh, three wood out of the fairway bunker that just like, hit the stanchion like that of the broadcast booth and went, like fifty yards in, into the yeah, into the flew. neighborhood. That thing flew. Yeah. They showed a replay of it, and it hit. It's like it hit, a hit. It, hit it looked like it. Yeah, it looked like it hit like a trampoline. Yeah, no, it was just like, oh, that thing's. They're not finding that, so they they used whatever like, the five three three minutes it was to to find the ball, and they didn't find it. So this all just added up to Brandon Steele having to wait for fifteen minutes before he could hit his uh, the, the, shot. The fact the fact that he hit that shot and went that far, and like nobody told him to hit provisional, or like he hit provisional was like. Like that's kind of like that's kind of ridiculous. If he's like t- took that long to hit that shot in the final hole, because like if you hit provisional, you can go find your other ball. Like it would be fine, but no, it was out of the fairway bunker though. No, yeah, you can still hit provisional from there. Oh, you can. Yeah, 
if you if you if you think you lost the like you can't find the ball, you can still have professional. These are things I just simply I don't know. I don't, didn't know that, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so it, it should have shouldn't have taken that long. But yeah. Anyway, walks up to his ball after 15, 16 minutes, and just duck hooks it like left, left, just hooks it left, and it ended up not being actually that bad. I think if the green wasn't just purely like wet and it stopped, it stopped. His approach shot wasn't that far off. Like, but Cameron Steele ended up birdieing it, and then Steele like choked in the playoff too. I mean, also Ryan Palmer was just so un- unapologetic about the whole situation. Um, oh, I like saw that. He said he's like doing that next week too. Yeah, he's like he just made a really aggressive play, and he's like, "Well, I didn't hit their shot, so I didn't do anything wrong." Oh, about making them wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about making them wait. No, I wouldn't worry about that. There's like, no, the, the, there's nothing like there's nothing really like, bad about it. I guess like, he could have said like I wish like like I would say I wish I could have found, he could he wishes he could have found the ball and like it would have been like, quicker to find it if he did find it. But I don't think you should feel awful for that. No, like, no, you know, she she shouldn't be like shouldn't be like apologizing to them like that wasn't the reason. Brandon like like Brandon still hit a bad shot because I mean he hit a bad shot, but. Like I'm mean, waiting 15 minutes was not the reason he hit the bad shot. It's not like like Ryan Palmer was out here at like two under like plus five on the day like his, it didn't matter. He was playing to to yeah. win the tournament. Oh, yeah. He was at ten under when, going into that hole. He made like I think like the second or the like third birdie or bogey of the whole entire tournament on that hole. Really? Yeah. Like nobody <laughs> bogeyed that hole. Um. But yeah, I mean, good for Cameron Smith. Uh, Cameron for Smith Australia. and. Uh, Wade Ormsby, uh, he won in Hong Kong. Both both Aussies, just good for Australia. He he was uh, kind of emotional after after the um, after the round, talking about it. Yeah, right. Like so. Yeah. 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 It's like it's the one like it's one like it's like it's one of the things that like Australia really needs this right now. And I mean, I think that was really cool saying that there. Yeah, and obviously like them. Uh, they also had something where they he was donated five hundred dollars for birdies, a hundred dollar or no not five hundred, five thousand maybe or five hundred for birdies and a thousand for eagles I think, mm-hmm. and all the Australians were doing it. Mark Leishman, maybe the, even the other guys That's over really in Hong cool. Kong. Um, so yeah, obviously it can't. It, that, they can do everything they can there. Uh, another just storyline from the week was like Patrick Reed, Matt Kuchar. Not, like the stars just didn't really show up Justin like that. Thomas. Like, Justin Thomas got cut. Justin, the fact that Justin Thomas got cut after literally that he like shot 59th tournament a couple years ago, like that's like that's insanely surprising. He was like he you was, would never you would you could never have thought that he would be cut. In his interview after like the um, the century, like you he. he admittedly said like he was like relieved that that was over like he's so tired from like presence cup going to hawaii that makes sense yeah that's basically a vacation but there's like jet lag there's jet lag and even that even that playoff at century that's like that's that's taxing like yeah play three holes like that like yeah the amount of stress after hitting those shots he did on like 18 like the good and the bad it's like there's your mind's gotta be like fried after that yeah and it made it that showed yeah, and all the traveling. And quick turnaround. Like, you probably had to play Patrick, in a Patrick Reed's the same account. way, I'm sure. Yeah, I didn't really t- take that into account. I thought he'd, like, bounce back more. Maybe he'd want it more. But mm-hmm. I don't know. 
but that's about it from the Sony Open. Uh, just storyline that for some reason people were kind of mad about, like a, a couple people. The video of, of uh, Tiger and his son Charlie on the range. Um, and Char- his son Charlie's only 10 years old, but he's got the golf swing. Like, of the oh, God. Of oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's, un- it's unbelievable, that swing. And everyone was tweeting like, "Oh, he's gonna win a hundred majors. Like he's like never. He's gonna be. He's buried better than like everyone else like in the world besides like the PGA Tour players." Like, oh my god, he shot even par one day. Even par. I mean, he shot even par one, in one of the rounds. I think he shot forty-one thirty-six. That's, uh, that's, that's insane, thing. though. Ten years old, but and you're the, doing, he's doing that. But for the media members who are like, like, oh, this is like disgusting that that we're already uh, not letting Charlie like um, like live his life as like a 10 year old. I'm like, Oh my God. Like he's, he's, he's living, he's living his let life. Let people enjoy things. Let people enjoy things. Like it's fun. It's fun to watch Charlie Woods like hit, hit like a singular driving range shot. Yeah. And, and if, if, if people are mad, but like not letting him like live his life, like his dad's like Larry caddying for him in this tournament. How, how, how many people do you think? Went up to his dad on the range and like talked to him, or like on the know. course. I don't know like, if I would. I mean, that's gonna be so distracting if you're still, one of those other kids. Oh no, of course. Like, imagine your son's paired, like paired with Tiger Woods' son, and like you're caddying, like with like, like that's like how and how like how intense do you think Tiger Woods is during the tur- those tournaments? Oh, very. Very. Do you think he has like the Death Star going the whole time? If at Charlie, if he hits a bad shot, I think I think Maybe. Charlie will hit like a like a 120 yard approach shot into the green, and like it'll it'll be nice. And Tiger will be walking it down, tracking it instead of Charlie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be that's so funny. I, and that's like it's even funnier. Like I can't imagine like Tiger like caddy or like like carrying a golf bag or something like that. I can't imagine going over and, like picking up like a divot of Charlie's and like putting it back in place. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. true. <laughs> like, I'm like the fact that he, it shows how far he's come that he's was like I don't know if I'm even gonna be able to like play with my kids and now he's you know he's caddying. He's caddying. Yeah, he's he's caddying, carrying the bag. I I guess so. That's so cool. Like imagine like. Your kids playing a golf tournament like that, and you see Tiger Woods like on the range next to you. Like that's like that's insane. Yeah. And then just some more Tiger news. He's um, playing in Torrey Pines this next week officially after is, after this week's American Express. I'll say it's not not a surprise really at all. That's like no, one he, of his courses. I think I called that a, yeah, Hitler, a couple his weeks course. ago. I was like, I was like, oh, he'll play at Torrey Pines for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We did. And we were predicting it. But yeah, so that'll be fun to see Tiger back out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll win, but like, I don't know. He's been I mean, playing pretty, pretty damn good. Usually, usually next, usually Torrey Pines is a, like a good field too. Like I'm sure, like yeah. like Jason Day always plays in that. Like Rose, DJ, like all the big names usually play in that tournament. Just it's also an awesome course. I want to touch on this quick because we have DJ and how he's like using like that, you know, that three hybrid sim max or whatever. Hmm. Uh, Rory is also using it to, uh, and he said today, and I saw a quote that said, "It's like hitting, uh, it's like hitting an easier three iron that, like, feels like you're hitting a seven iron." Really? Yeah. 
I'm like, just, wow, I might need to invest. Wow, yeah, just to yeah, say, that, like, that sounds, that sounds really um, nice. Titleist is here this week, like, at PGA National, like, doing, like, a demo thing or whatever. Or, like, not a demo thing, but, like, they have, like, meetings and stuff. And, like, right. I looked into, like, the little room. Like, there might have been stuff in there I wasn't supposed to see. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, like I'm not joking. Or something like that. Yeah. Those three the hybrids, if Rory and DJ, who are not, like, hybrid users yeah are saying are like raving about them and saying how how good they are and how like that it feels like you're hitting as easy as hitting a seven iron might need to invest i mean granted they're all they also like they're also tearing me guys and they, like there's a chance they could be saying that just to like promote it more because like i don't but, but i don't know if they would because the, last year they didn't. As, yeah at the same time they're they're using the clubs so you would well, think they would, they're, they're only going to use those clubs if they're going to actually, actually play with them in a tournament. And, well, I have the Callaway like Epic three hybrid, and I really like it so far. So I don't know. Hybrids just might be a thing that's coming in now. Like players didn't really need them in the past, but now you could take a hybrid and hit it over two hundred and fifty yards, and like without much error, and it kind of like causes for players to maybe put them in the bag. I was yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a, there a big trend. It went from like people hit a lot of hybrids, and then like pros went to like like longer irons, like two irons, like driving irons, kind of like that. And now like maybe maybe we're going back to the hybrid kind of phase where people are hitting like insane hybrids that just go for forever, but feel like nothing. Well, the thing I mean, is, like, DJ see, I'm I'm like a I'm like a fifteen to nineteen handicap, right? And I'm hitting my three. I mean, I hit the ball pretty far, but I'm hitting my three hybrid, two hundred and fifty yards. Like, how far are the pros going to hit him? Is that before or after you chunk it and the ball goes three inches? No, like actually, though, I'm just saying. Like when I do get a hold of it, I hit it very far, and I'm mm-hmm. like, if DJ takes a hybrid, is he going to hit his hybrid two hundred and seventy-five yards? Like, no, he he, had, he cut down on his and he uh his he like he's using a different one that like that only goes like two fifty-five or something like that. What's like a higher loft or something like that? It's like a higher loft or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, makes sense though. Yeah, because he, he said it was going. He said I was, He said it was going like too far. Like it was going as far as like his three way or something like that. So he he needed to like cut it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then we had, we have some some sad news coming out of the golf world. Uh, Pete Dye passed away, and he's pl- he's uh, designed some of the courses that we've actually recently played. We played Harbor Town. Um, I mean, he decided Sawgrass, not that we've uh, played there, but he I also... Play, play uh, oh, you have played there. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's desi- he designed Pound Ridge in New York, which we played this summer and got torn apart by. Absolutely um, torn up. The ocean, ocean course at Kiowa, which Trevor early- mentioned earlier that his dad played there, and Westling Straits, where the next uh, Ryder Cup is. So Yeah. I mean, so he's, I mean, he's a pretty... He's legendary. Yeah, pretty big name in the... And that just starts, golf world. starts the list. Like, there's... So many hundreds, hundreds of courses that he's designed, private and public, across like the country and across the like, just, like China, Curacao, Italy, and Honduras, Israel, like all over the place. Yeah, so that's just kind of sad, but uh, you know, yeah, it's kind of cool that he, that he has all these places that still, um, like you can remember him by, like just absolutely Ima- imagine golf courses. Ep- Imagine being legendary for designing golf courses. Like, that's really designing yeah. golf courses thing. must be so hard. That, I, like, I, I feel like it'd be kind of cool though. You can like kind of like do like like whatever you want with it. Like make it like your own like 
like your own like little holes and like have some fun with it. Yeah. You I know, mean, like, I'm, every, I'm like, assuming corner. Pete Dye, like he's like the brains and then of the like the average, like he has it all. Like, but yeah. he definitely needed some help from some like engineers or oh, no, no. architects or something. Yeah, obviously. Of course, of course. Like, yeah. Of course, but like as far so, as like, like, I'm maybe, saying, like, maybe, if maybe I was, where like bunkers go or like, uh, like uh, based off where the tee boxes are, like the green complex, like that, like him being able to design like places like Sawgrass and like the Ocean Course and Wilson Straits is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll we'll go back out to like Harbor Town or Play Pound Ridge this summer, maybe once or twice. Um, maybe actually. We're thinking about going to Sawgrass for the players, possibly. Yeah, that would be fun. But we'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have to talk more about that uh, down the line. So, moving on to this week, we got the American Express, uh, hosted by Phil Mickelson. I'll turn over the course uh, preview to our course preview correspondent, Gregory Catalano. All right, so we have the American Express this week. Um, it's in La Quinta and it's going to be played at three different courses, which actually makes it very hard for us to pick winners and stuff like that. Um, the first course I'll mention is La Quinta Country Club. Um, it's probably mentioned as the easiest of three courses. Um, if you remember last year, Phil Mickelson shot a 60 there. Um, a couple years ago, Adam Hadwin actually had a 59. Uh, it's a par 72. It's short as generous fairways and large greens. So I think everybody's going to tear that course up. Uh, moving on, they have they go to PGA West Tournament Course, which is a Jack Nicklaus design. Um, has wide fairways and small greens, so approach shots will probably be important for this week on that course. And then they finish. Um, they play another round at the Stadium Course, and then they also uh, play the final final round at the Stadium Course. Um, and it's a Pete Dye design, as we were just talking about. Um, it has well-protected greens, deep bunkers, and water is in play on nine. Yes, nine holes, which is a lot of holes for water to be in play at. How much um, are they usually? How much like usually? Like, I how, like, really don't know, but like, like I, at I, I, six I really, probably. What like water? Like how much water is in like, the but like in, the in play though? Like water in play because there's a lot of water I, on courses I, that I mean, really it, in play. It just like varies, like probably like per course. Yeah, but like the course Greg's at right now is like pretty like high, pretty decent like pretty decent good amount but like my course back home like, has no water on it and it's like a perfectly fine course like some of the courses does it have any water. no none yeah that's crazy no water i don't know if i've all. ever yeah i've never like really like noticed that but it may, now that i think about it yeah yeah there's no there's mind, literally no water yeah silver mine has water but like not like, a ton ha- like honda classic like there's like the last like four holes i'm pretty sure like how all like water like the bear trap play. yeah bear trap bear trap um yeah so the weather this week is supposed to be 60s like high 60s and sunny slash partly cloudy um even though it's in the desert there's gonna be a little wind uh, they said like four to eight miles per hour um also to, as should mention that phil mickelson is the tournament host this year um for the first time uh and he usually plays well here so um, yeah, and he's, he's he's been the ambassador in the past, so I don't I don't, I don't think yeah, a ton yeah. has changed, but yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, just the official name of him being the host. Um, Phil actually did play here, uh, did play pretty well here last year. Um, Adam Hadwin also had the lead for a while. He's also a bit of a course horse, but in the end, Adam Long actually took the win. And uh, if you remember, he hit a really nice approach shot on the seventy second hole 
kind of like ice in his veins from like about 160 yards to win that tournament. So this this week the DFS. Um, if you're looking to bump your like average DFS score up, which I'm sure nobody is, but it's gonna go up because like everybody like the winning score was 26 under last year or 27. Like so yeah, 27 under. 27 under. Yeah. They will so. if if the conditions are fine. Um, there's gonna be a lot of and and there's gonna be a lot of scoring on like Lakina Country Club, like I said. So um, birdies could be flying uh, this week. I mean, Adam Hadwin, what did you say, he had 59 last 59. year? Yeah, a c- couple years ago. In no, yeah, a couple years ago. Last year. A couple years ago. Yeah. So, I think I'll go first with the DFS picks this week. I want to preface it with, I'm pretty sure none of us have Ricky Fowler, but I do think it's possible, like, he, he well, it's always possible. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a heavy, he's a pretty heavy favorite, but, like, like, like everywhere I think he's going to... I was gonna say he's. I think he's he's gonna play well this week. I don't know if he's worth the eleven thousand five hundred. I think it is for to take him. Uh, you'd really have to have some guys like under the radar that you think are gonna or know are gonna do well. But my first pick, it. I think Phil has pretty good value. Um, Eighty seven hundred, considering he was T two last year, shot twenty six under. Um, does really well. La Quinta does really well at all these courses. Um, so I, I, I think he, just based off the history, based off of uh, maybe the that th- video he had recently of him hitting some bombs, um, I think Phil's like a, a pretty good <laughs> the, pick. With the new driver like a, and everything. Yeah, those the, the, those videos are always so funny. Like him just hitting bobs, or like him talking about, like, "Oh, today I'm gonna set the thumbs up course record. I'm practicing my thumbs up." Thumb activation. Oh, if, if, thumb, thumb activation right now. If you remember the, the course, so funny. Well, if you guys remember at the practice round at for the uh, PGA last PGA, year, yeah. um, there was one hole he was at, and he just kept like hooking his drive, or like, and he did this it like whole, five yeah. in a row, and then he finally hit one and like said something funny, and everybody started laughing. So. It was, I think it's hole 10, yeah, which is like a tough hole. Shout out to me for making Phil Mickelson and Rory laugh. Shout out to the people in the crowd. Yeah, I was talking about Phil's calves. But honestly, before people were talking about yeah, his no, calves. This is like, I was, was like earlier. Right when it was heating up. Mm-hmm. This is when the whole calf that, was, that was awesome. Up. You had to be kind of like in the, in the loop to know that his calves were nice. It's, now it's just known fact, but yeah. made him and Rory laugh. Um, but yeah, so other like other than the, the fact that he has nice calves, that's not the reason I'm picking him. I think he's actually going to do really well this week. This week, it, at the very least, I think he's. I think a top ten bet would actually be pretty good this week, depending on the value. All right, I'll go. I'll go next with my. I'll do kind of like a high high salary pick. But I'll go Sung J M at eleven thousand, which again is like Ricky's the favorite. But he's and he's second, but it's one of those courses where you're going to make it. People are going to make tons of birdies. Like they're going to finish twenty seven under. 25 under in that range, which bodes well for Sung JM because he played in Corn, Corn Ferry Rookie of the Year last year, and all those courses you're gonna you make tons of birdies and he's he's a birdie guy. He's top 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 ten in the field in birdies or better in the last 24 rounds he's played, and he finished T12 here last year. So, and based off his confidence from the Presidents Cup and everything like that, and just last year in general, I think he plays like. He could finish like top five or win this tournament easily. I mean, last week he was he was like 
primed for a top 10, like, literally the whole yeah. entire time. They say he played well he, last week, too. He triple bogeyed, like, the 15th, 16th hole or something like that. Mm. Like, he was in a bunker line two on a par four, and he ended up making a seven. Like, a green side bunker. I will say, bullet prediction, I think Sung M shoots a 61 or better this week. At La Quinta? At La Quinta. That's okay. fair. I'm, that's, not, that's, not, that's my prediction right there. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll agree. As both my picks got cut last week, we're taking a different approach this week, and we're no longer doing the course horse thing. Um, so I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to go with Scotty Scheffler at 9,600. Um, he's made seven of seven cuts this year in all events he's played. Um, he has three top tens, um, and that kind of he's pretty capable of going low and getting hot. Um, he's one of those types of golfers. Um, 15th in stroke gained off the tee and 5th in birdie average which I think is very important for this week because like birdies are going to be flying so if he just gets hot I think he could have a really good week and go low yeah I agree I mean yeah I, I, I've, I've seen him I think a, 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 a term in the fall I picked him and he did really well so I, he's, he's been doing well this, like, I guess, since the fall I guess we'll snake this and I'll go again. All right, so my second pick is going to be Matthew Wolf at 9,000. I mean, he hasn't played a whole lot this year, but he has made all of his cuts, and he's top 25 in all the events he's played this year. Um, fifth in strokes gained off the tee, which is very important for this week. And I think he's just another guy that's capable of getting hot at the right time and can make a lot of birdies like in a row. So I think he's primed to have another good week and just in general i think he's gonna have a very good year well i mean i think yeah i, I agree math and also i think it's just like a kind of side fact like when you're playing college golf as much like i mean he played for oklahoma state like one of the best programs in the country if not the best and like you, I, you play in arizona you play in like all these places like destination places a lot um so i, I bet he's pretty used to, to desert golf mm-hmm no, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. He's from California, too, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah. He's definitely yeah, definitely used to this. All right, so I'll go with my next pick, and complete opposite of Sung J.M. I'll go Bronson Burgoon, 6,800. He's top 15 on tour in birdie average, top 10 in the field in putts per round. He doesn't, not a long course. It doesn't need, he doesn't have a ton of length, but not doesn't really need it this week. And he has a ton, he's a really good drive, or, uh, iron accuracy. He's made five S seven cuts this year, so I think sixty eight hundred. Like, why not in a tournament like this, where they're playing three courses? Why not take a shot at someone like him or in that range? I think Bronson. I was going to say a shot. in a in a tournament like this. Like as I was saying with like Rick, if you were to pick Ricky Fowler, like Bronson Burgoon, that's a guy you might you you might want to take exactly. Like, and I, 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 it, that's why I thought like with some high salary, Bronson Burgoon is low salary to match it. Yeah, I mean, besides um, like following our picks, obviously, I think one of the good things you can do is just like find hidden gems like this. Um, like oh, so, so if you just look yeah. at stats, right? I mean, yeah, kind of, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it literally is what we do. We literally like, like we find the stats that like relevant to the course, and like that's what we base our picks off of, pretty much. So. And, like, and it's been working out. Yeah, I'll say if, if you like, not for me. Not not every pick works out, but like, like Greg had a pretty rough week last week. But uh, like but usually, like, usually, you, yeah, yeah, it happens. But usually, like we have like 
some people are like doing really well for us. I think last what last week. I mean, I, I had I had Kisner T four and Sung J M T twenty one, but that was Sung J M like should have been top ten. Um, I think the week before I had Morikawa, who was what was he? He was um. In the top. I don't remember what he was. He, he, he had a top, like ten. top ten. Top yeah. Yeah. So like, I'd say we have a pretty good track record so far. Um, and obviously, if you're taking our picks. While also taking some other things into account, maybe the Golficity premium picks, if you're paying for that, um, you should be making some money. Uh, who's next? Yes. You are, Me? actually. Harold Varner III is going to be my next pick. He's at 7,000. Um, he's just like a really consistent ball striker. He's got like a good short game. 7,000 obviously is not a lot of uh, like salary to be dishing out. He's eighth in strokes gained putting. So I think he's another guy that can get really hot. I mean, last year he, I think, shot 16 under in this tournament. Like he was, uh, I think, T18. So he's just another guy. Like low salary can get hot with putter, can get hot just on on a course like this or th- courses like this, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So we got the uh, the par three of the greatest infomercials throughout the past, you know, however many years. Um, I think this one's going to be pretty good. I mean, we've all seen, like, we've all watched Golf Channel and seen, well, we'll, we'll get into what the, the specific ones, but just, like, these infomercials for ridiculous golf items that, like, promise to help your game. But, I mean, we'll get into how ridiculous that is. Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Go for it, Chief. Go for it. All right, um... Just because of the things that we see on TV all the time, the square strike uh, chipper or putter, or I think it's a chipper. They claim that you could a little more, a little more advanced than a chipper. It's, a, it's, I it's they, yeah. I don't know. It's like a really big head. Wedge, um, they claim is. that you just like take a putting stroke and it hits like a perfect chip shot right onto the green every single time. Yeah, which is. And if you watch the golf, if you watch the golf channel frequent frequently like we do, it's like every other commercial. There's no way that this thing isn't like, I mean, I've never seen one like in person, but like, is it like USGA like approved? I oh, doubt no, it. There's, I feel like all all of these things are not no approved. The, there's no chance that you can play with this like on like on tour or, like in like tournaments. Like, there's zero percent chance. I was gonna say because like. <laughs> This thing's just in general. Like, if you have a square strike out on the course, you are just an absolute scrub. No offense to anybody. Well, yeah, offense I mean, yeah. to anybody who uses a square strike. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you just have. To, um, maybe you're a sick golfer and you just can't chip, and you just have a square strike. I mean, Frankie Barelli should probably he should probably get a square strike. Yeah, he, 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 he probably should invest in like something like that, just to so he can't hit thin anymore. He has just zero rhythm with with yeah. with, uh, with the. What just hilarious. Frankie Blower knives. Um, so I'll go next. This one is honestly a new one. We have the S7K putter, which is like you you put your your um your club down, like the face of it of the putter down, and when you let go, it stays up, so you can like go behind it and line up, make sure your putts like exactly lined up how you want it to be, which is just absolutely ridiculous. I don't even know how it works. It's kind of nuts. Like, you literally just stands there by itself, and you, like, back off of your putt, and you look at it, and you can see if it's totally lined up or not. 
That means that just, that pirate's gotta be so heavy, like so yeah. heavy. Like the actual, like the head of the club must yeah. be like, like four, like not forty pounds, but you know what I'm saying. Like, wh- like that, the grip must weigh nothing in the shaft. It's just probably be like an awkward, like weird angle to like like set up as too. Like if you're staying staying over the ball, like I don't know how the pirate would like stand up like that. But it's just, but you already yeah, know, or that. maybe it's like weighed by at the bottom. I don't know, but. Yeah, that, that that that's a funny one where it's like the the zero handicap is using it too, which is I find hard to believe. But <laughs> I'm getting you already eaten know. alive right now. Sorry, just hot take. I'm getting well, eaten by, alive by bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you already know that like so many like let's call it like sixty five to like and up uh, people got this for Christmas, and they're just waiting for the day that they can go out on their foursome and just like bust out their their party trick of of yeah. the putter staying upwards <laughs> oh my god or, i wonder i wonder how that thing these, actually all, puts all, all, all these to actually like like improve like improve your game by like like bunch of shots or something like that Some, something we'll crazy that they say just ridiculous mm-hmm. all right so uh, i'll go next i'll go my first one's kind of a little bit an older one but uh, i'll go with the controller and the premise is it's an iron that is as long as a driver, but even more accurate. It's guaranteed to shave six to eight shots off your score. Guaranteed. What, did, did you see? Did you hear that? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And the line, one of the lines from the commercial is, it's scientifically designed to automatically correct hooks and slices. So come with me. Let's let's play some golf. And it's Jesus. And it's just how I don't I don't know how an iron like could possibly even do that but that's just like i i love like that line is i think it's so funny it's science it's gotta be such a myth automatically correct hooks and slices where did oh, that yeah. si- where did that scientist have a degree from <laughs> maybe they had a high school diploma yeah like, maybe if you're if you're guaranteed that guaranteed time i would correct the hooks and slices like literally like just, just like simply- Weight distribution it's not, it's I'm not, not even like possible like to have i'm not a science now. guy but i know that drivers have a lot more weight going against the ball than an iron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no scientists. So, so, so we either ask some as a really, a really, really, really fucking heavy driver or iron, or it's just. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not even close to like what it says. But it's, I just thought that was hilarious. And then I have one more, right? Uh, yeah. I'll go with it's. An, it's another one, but uh, not another older one, but the spin doctor. Uh, spin Doctor Wedge. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, and it's it's uh the funniest thing is it takes 250 to 400 percent percent more backs more backswing on your wedge shots. Like this, which this, is that, that absurd? That doesn't even like that doesn't, I, even, that doesn't even make sense. What's your ball gonna like spin back to you? Like yeah, I would say it's gonna spin off the green all the way back to back to you in the fairway. I wonder what the science behind this stuff is. <laughs> I know, yeah. I think it has to be like the, gro- the grooves or something like that. But we need to get a info golf infomercial scientist on the pod. I think we should just get demos of all these things and like test them. Like, just make should, an entire bag of them and whoa. just test them out. We should that'd get be, sponsored by fun. a 7K. What if we just had a... I'm going to reach a, out to him. What if we just had a bag full of all these things? Like we just put them all in a bag and, and that's our golf bag. Out. Yeah, 
That would be sick. I said oh that'd be God, that, 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 I, 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 I think it'd be even funnier if we have like if we try them out and we actually like we actually like some of them and we keep them in our own bag. Like imagine using like a wedge like that and you actually like it. That would be let's, a great. Let's keep YouTube. let's keep going. Yeah. There's more. There's more. Yeah. So there's what, so many me? more. Yeah, it's you. No, it's you. No, it's you. Oh, oh no, you start. first. Okay. Snake draft. We always mess up the tricks. Snake draft. <laughs> um, let's go with. I'm gonna go with the GX7 driver, which. This one's also been on the Golf Channel recently. Get this. It's impossible. Impossible. No, you're not just gonna improve. It's just it's gonna be impossible to miss the fairway. Yeah, I don't know what the science behind this club is, but they say that you literally hit the ball straight with it every time, and I just I don't I don't understand. I don't buy it. What if I hit the ground first and just like don't hit the ball? I mean, I don't think I'm hitting the fairway. The fairway. I don't th- yeah, I don't think you're gonna hit the fairway either. What if I give it to my, have... my four year old child? I don't think they can just hit a yeah, it's in... fairway with like a two hundred yard carry. But but it's impossible not to hit the fairway. All right, is it my turn again? All right, so I'll go with the another this one. This is gonna be the seen, last one. Is the last one? Okay, yeah. another one that's seen on the Golf Channel all the time is the uh, T-list driver. Have you seen that? It's like a red red driver, and literally they're like, "All right, you don't need a T with this driver," and you hit it straighter and further every time, and yeah, you're more consistent, and you don't need a T. So if you don't need a T. Can you also go go driver off the deck if you hit the fairway, which is yeah every time maybe impossible. Which, uh, I I I think I think that's the point of it. Just like it's like you're basically replaces a three wood, like you don't, like yeah. I, as I, a feel, driver. I, I feel like if you had that club, it's, yeah, it's basically just a three wood. You can have, they or, say or you're gonna get. They say you're gonna get more distance too, and like and which I just well don't hitting believe. it straight. The funny the funny part <laughs> the funny part about these commercials is when you watch them, some of them have guys that are just like way too good at golf to be using these. Like types of clubs. Oh like yeah, yeah. The demo they're guys. They're just getting paid so much money. To, yeah. Not yeah. so much money, but they're getting paid some money to, to do it, and they're just you know obviously going to do it if you if you offer them money. I'll I'll line up a a, a ten footer with a seven k putter. Mm-hmm. It takes a couple couple dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, um, your handicap. Say how much how many strokes it improved your game by after playing like two rounds or something like that, and then you're good to go. But what a challenge yep. that would be if we get a bag of all these th- all these items and go out on a oh, golf yeah, course was, and see what we shoot. Amazing. It honestly costs. Well, I mean, I don't know what the budget on well, that would be. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe sponsored sometime in the future. <laughs> Frank and Mike. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Frank and Mike. Honestly, we don't we don't have to do it necessarily. Frank and Mike, if you're listening yeah, to this, is... you guys could could do this as well. I mean, yeah, I think we'd be a bag. Fun. Or info, oh, so commercial great, bag. Great video idea. You lose a you lose a ball somehow with your T-less, with your um, GX7 impossible to miss fairway driver, and you put on the uh, the blue glasses that help you. <laughs> yeah, find the blue glasses that help you find it. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see, what else is there? Anything else? There's one more mention? that's like worth the, the alien, alien wedge. wedge. The, the alien wedge. All time quote. This is, this is an old one. It goes. It, the quote is right. Right off the bat in the intro, it goes, Do you believe in aliens? No? Well, you can believe in the alien shot saver wedge. I I don't even know what this thing like is supposed what, to what, what is it? What, what does it do? We have no it's clue. It's just a wedge. That's an alien wedge. It's, it's, it's out of this world. That's what it is. Oh, wait. You know what it is? You can use it out of the sand, but also as like a long iron. 
Like it's a sand wedge, but also a long iron, which doesn't make sense. That's a, that makes that, no yeah, sense that makes that makes zero sense. But, that, we'll put that, it in the bag. We'll put it. We'll we'll put it in the bag. I mean, so before we wrap up here, I'll 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 say this to the listeners: if you have any of these uh, uh, clubs, send us a picture on Instagram or Twitter. We'll repost it, and we'll probably honestly make fun of you. So and no, and tell tell us how the, if they no, work or not, will, or if they're myths. I will, like. I really want to see people use these clubs. So if you if you have videos or any of these clubs, I mean, please send them to us. Or please send if, send us videos of it. If it is truly knocking six to eight strokes off your game, you know, so be it. It's I'm not it. I'm not gonna judge you. I guess I probably will, but like, jokes on me. You're beating me in a in a in a match probably. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, follow us as always on social media, Twitter, and Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're on TikTok YouTube, now. YouTube, YouTube, uh, at the Pin High Pod, Pin High Podcast on YouTube. Um, I think the the TikToks the Pin High Pod now as well. We've gained a lot of followers on Instagram recently. I think we're at like three, like forty now. Uh, so only up from here. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you next week, uh, and that'll be a week that Tiger's playing. So. Mm-hmm. See you then. See you.